Nailed it. Nailed it, folks. Just like here we are again, another week of the Rec Poker Podcast, and we are off to a great start. Nothing makes me happier than this this episode we get to do every week because I have the best freaking job in the world. Uh, my name is Jim Reed. I'm the host of the Rec Poker Podcast. Thanks to everyone for joining me here. Um, I have to thank our sponsors, the Running Aces Hotel, Racetrack, and Casino, because uh, Rec Poker, if you don't know, we're a largely volunteer-based organization. Most of what we do here is free. We're all about kind of celebrating recreational players like us and uh, playing together, training together, studying together, partying together. We have a lot of fun here on the show, and um, we couldn't do it alone. We need our sponsors. We need our premium members. We got a brand new premium member this week, and I just gets my blood going. Every time I get an email saying we got a new premium member, uh, we get a chance to chat for 15 minutes. I show them around the website. We talk about the things that they get excited about in poker. Uh, This week, I got to talk to Brenda Brewer. Um, So, Brenda, thanks for your time, and thanks for your support. Your $15 a month gives us what we need to keep the lights on around here, to get the website running, to keep doing the podcast, the forums, the Discord, the home games, um, all the great material that we put out here. Um, it's all because of your support as our premium members. So thanks, everyone. Um, but it, like I say, most of what we do here is free. Head on over to www.rec.poker. Sign up for a free community account. If you're a regular listener, know, you know we recently passed 1,000 members, which I am so freaking excited about. And um, now it's a whole new year, 2023, new challenges, new excitements, uh, new members on the Wrecking Crew. So let me go no further before I introduce the other members of the Wrecking Crew. Like I said, I'm Jim Reed, um, Blusterini in the home game and at Wreck Poker Jim on Twitter. But I am just one among many. You just get you get to hear my voice because they let me host on Mondays. But it is a whole crew that we rely on to make everything happen around here. And you can go to rec.poker slash crew if you want to hear uh, find out more about me and them. But uh, you can also just listen up because you're going to meet a few of them right here, right now. Well, I'm Chris Jones. You can find me 5b5 on Twitter or 5x5 in the Poker Stars home game. And I'm John Somsky. I am Poker Geek MN everywhere. And I'm Joe Coolis. Um on Twitter. My handle is at Joe Cool PhD, cool with a K. And I am Elvita11 in the home game. And I'm Rob Washam, and I'm Rabman50, just about everywhere. And we are extremely excited to be joined by Jonathan W. Party tonight, uh, a very popular Twitch streamer, a Canadian pro. I, I'm not going to put him in a box. I'm about to introduce him and let him kind of describe his own place in the poker world. But thanks. I just want to put a shout out to uh, Phil, Eric, Rob, and Martha in the YouTube chat already. Rob's getting a jump start on the food bank donation uh, prize summary uh, prize pull that we're going to do later. So good for you, Rob. You know. You know, Chris is draw is rolling the dice now. It's not going to be a one every time, like when I'm in charge. But good, get out there in front and see what you can do. Um, all right, John freaking party. Uh, welcome guy. to the Rec Poker Podcast. Finally, my man, this is awesome. Thank you so much. It is it is good to be here. Uh, it's funny how we had the conversation before we went live about. I told you, I said if I'm here for sure, something's going to go wrong, and immediately we started off the intro with the outro. Yeah, I'll, take full, I'll take full responsibility. I'll take full responsibility for that one. <laughs> uh, we can split that one, John. I think okay, we share Jim, that. Jim does it all the time. Jim yeah. does it all the time. Don't worry about it. It's nothing to do with you, John. <laughs> well, so well listen, our... chat, I'm sure there's more coming. I'm sure, I'm yeah. sure there's more coming. Yeah, that's funny. Uh, if you're listening to this, uh, the audio version, it might seem as though everything went very smoothly in the show. But if you were watching on YouTube, you know that I, yet again, I managed to miscue the audio bumper music here. Uh, oh, I just and, told you out. No, no, I want the them to listeners. know. I want them to know because people have accused me of doing this as a bit. That it's like something that I do on purpose to like, you know, create camaraderie. No, I'm just bad. I'm bad at it. I'm trying. This is me trying my best, people. This is my legitimate best efforts that you're seeing. Um, That's so, same, yeah. So, same with me when I, when I stream when I stream live on Twitch. I'm, I don't know how I just got here. One, like, <laughs> I, have, I have no patience, decided to play poker. Don't know anything about technology, decided to stream. And I was like, <laughs> Every time something goes wrong, it's a whole like reevaluation of every step that we've. <laughs> <laughs> well, I can't turn down a segue like that. So, John, uh, tell us, tell our audience, if for some reason they haven't heard from, about you, don't know where you're coming from, tell our audience a little bit about first, sort of what's your place in the poker world right now? Uh, what's your role? What 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 do you do in poker, and why do you love it? And then let's get into some of those steps along the way that brought you here. 
Yeah, I guess um, my role right now, how I see myself in poker, is definitely far more of a of a personality and a brand ambassador um, as opposed to someone who you're going to watch on Twitch. And like I tell people when I come to my channel, like, hey, like if you're coming from Pav stream, like don't expect to be learning those some top level <laughs> strategy here. Like we just like to have fun. <laughs> we toss some cards around. Um, so I think, I think sometimes I think especially. Oh no. <laughs> oh, we lost John. <laughs> we lost John. <laughs> He did. He called it, man. He called his shot. He called he it. I mean, he did he call was, it. So there, he there was we go. Very there we clear go. about away, how that was going to go. Hopefully, All he'll right. come back. I, 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 I think don't he know. will. Otherwise, I think he will too. maybe best interview ever. Yeah, you know, I mean, short, that was that was just sweet. just short, sweet, bang. It was just, yeah, yeah. No, I, I, I'm, I'm he's, a big fan. I did he answer to every question you asked? He did. That's <laughs> okay it says he's rejoining so while we do okay. that i see i see dana craven is in the youtube chat right now and i just want to shout dana out because i was working with a coaching client today and they said specifically that they had been playing in the home game uh the other night and someone named mezzo dana had reached out and said how nice their their dog avatar was and had been really, really polite and friendly in the uh, home game. Dana is one of our recent uh, premium members, and she's exactly the kind of person we want to have more of here at Rec Poker. So, Dana, thanks for your support. Thanks for being such a fun, bright light in the poker world um, and for continuing your support here at Rec Poker. Um, all right. John Party, we got we got now you're muted right now, John. Now that one I'm gonna blame on you. That I had that, nothing. That, that to do was with Jim's that. fault for sure. Oh, <laughs> I'm not taking any responsibility for that. I think I touched my my in my earphone. I saw it. I saw it happen. Yeah, you know, I was no, you don't want to get too close. To, too. You can't, you can't <laughs> physically touch the ear pod. That's like a nightmare. I didn't realize. Smell. I didn't realize for like a good 10, 15 seconds. <laughs> I was just spitting. Oh no! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, take. Let me take you back to. Uh, you enjoy streaming on Twitch. It's more about the fun experience, throwing cards yes. around. Um, okay, a- I teed you up, John. Poker, poker. I think is kind of. Oh, I just want to touch my ear, my earpiece. No, again. don't I'm do it. Keep my hands. Don't I'm do it. Keep my hands in my wrist. But we, I think it, it's really moving or moved at some point towards a very, you know, a GTO, a robotic kind of uh, kind of game. And and when I first got into the game, that was wasn't something that interested me at all. I love the old school guys. I love the old school, you know, TV casts that they used to do. And I and I kind of felt that it was a good opportunity for me to bring a little bit of the, I guess, I guess fun back into yeah. poker. And if, and if yeah, I was baby. ever able, if I was ever able to get to a point where I was playing decent stakes, um, I think that's, it's a very valued attribute to have. And people don't really want to watch robots anymore. And they want to see regular people, regular humans with real emotion, um real lives kind of kind of maneuver through this game so i think i think that's where where what i enjoy and where i sit right now in the in the poker world not nice. what i'm still in the, i'm still in the micros so we're not at the yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the, the ascent the has begun the yes. ascent has begun so uh i'm gonna ask you the cliche uh question that everybody asks on these kind of shows so what how, how'd you get into poker and like tell us this a little is... bit about what that was like it, it, it's crazy because I haven't done a podcast in a while. Every time I think back onto this question, it's it's the most insane whirlwind of I guess I guess just events. Um, so it started. I was on a uh, reality TV show here in Canada, um, Big Brother Canada, and on my season was Mister Ontario, um, Arlie Shaban. <laughs> so, so Arlie. Arlie was on my season and, and we became instant uh, best friends. We were, we moved to Newfoundland together after the season. We lived together a bunch of times after our season and the man loves poker. He's always mm. loved poker. He's played poker forever. And I had never, I had never played a game of poker ever in my life before big brother. This was 10 years ago. So I, I ended up winning the show. I had a hundred thousand dollars. Arlie was, Arlie was, yeah, listen, trust, it went quick. (laughs) (laughs) Arlie, uh, so Arlie was playing nonstop, nonstop, and I got my first bit of exposure um, through Arlie, actually, because I I watched him play a bunch because he was grinding. Then on season three, 
Kevin Martin comes in um, and he says he is a poker pro. So I'll never forget. Arlie looks at me when Kevin came across TV. We were watching the uh, premiere, 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 the first episode, whatever it was. <laughs> um, and he said, if Kevin is a real poker pro, he goes, I will be a poker pro too within one year. And I was like, that is, that's wild, but like sick for sure. Like you're good at the game. You love to play it. No, no kidding. As soon as Kevin was off, Kevin and Arlie hit it off. Arlie was streaming on Twitch, killing it about like a year later. And that's when at the point when I was like, yo, if Kevin and Arlie are both doing this thing, they're both <laughs> killing it. They're having a time of their life. I guess I'm just going to do it too. So we we hopped on the bandwagon. Obviously, we started dabbling a bit. I was actually bartending here in Toronto uh, when I decided I wanted to start playing even a little bit. I remember we were playing the dollar ten um, on stars. We were playing the fifty cent on demands and stuff like that. Um, and I saw a Bill Perkins tweet um, about him wanting to have a personality host his Twitch stream, the Thirst Lounge down in the Virgin Islands. Looking back now, that's literally all we knew. There was no, he didn't say anything else about how long it would be, what it would entail, what we would get, what there was no other detail besides you're going to be in the Virgin Islands at some point, undisclosed amount of time, and you're going to host <laughs> my stream. Don't know how many days, how many hours, no idea. So I thought that was pretty cool. And I was like, well, I'm going to... Uh, I'm going to apply and see what happens. Um, I saw some other applications come in, and I was like, oh, this is going to be tough. We had Adam Klein. We had Kelly Minkin, Ebony Kenny. Like, there were some heavy hitters that were applying for that uh, for that spot. So I kind of was like, oh, whatever. I threw it in. It was kind of a pipe dream. Um, and then Bill decides, hey, we're not going to do one person. We're going to take 10 people. And then I was like, oh, my goodness, the dream is alive. <laughs> um and and ended up being picked as one of the 10 people um it was at a point it, it was at, it was at a point in my life where i had just quit my job i had about 800 dollars to my name i had fell into a pretty rough spot after big brother um with with addiction um and whatnot mm. so so we went through a pretty tough time. So it was a it, the, how it all came together at the time that it did was one of the most insane, uh, insane kind of a miracle or whatever you whatever you want to call it, destiny or kind of thing. So ended up that changed uh, the entire trajectory of my life, and that was the first time when I was really like, okay, I'm going to try to see what I can do here in the poker world, and that was about four four years ago. Amazing. And and what was the what was it like? Uh, so you've already got this experience of being on Big Brother and sort of having that performance aspect to to your life. Um, what was different about this and what's different? Um, how, like they're both com competitions, I guess, like you're competing in both ways, but they feel very different to me. Talk a little bit about what's different and similar. About yeah. Now, Big Brother. Big Brother was one of the most intense experiences of my entire life. It was three months of pure isolation, no phone, no TV. You can't speak to the outside world. Um, you didn't see any other faces besides your contestants. Uh, if we had to go out in the backyard for a challenge, if there were cameramen, they were head to toe like black masks. You'd be able to see their eyes. They couldn't communicate with you. Um, it was long. It was stressful. Um, but when I look at what Perkins did, one, Perkins is a wild man. Perkins is a guy who, when he gets an idea, no matter what, he he sends it. He sends it no matter what. I think he literally had a bobsled team trying to train down in the Virgin Islands. Where the man, So what he did, he bought... He bought a bobsled team to the Virgin Islands. No snow. No, there's nothing in the Virgin Islands for a bob. And then he did an internet-based project down there. I've never seen worse internet ever in my entire life. <laughs> that was the most stressful part, getting up every morning and wondering if we we're going to be able to stream or be able to make content every morning. Um, but it was it was a I learned a lot through uh the Thirst Lounge experience. And to me it was I used it as more of a growing tool and an opportunity to kind of position myself for success or what I thought success looked like. Um 
so it was a blessing to be able to get down there, to be able to pick Bill's brain, uh, to be able to have mm-hmm. access to Bill Perkins for, for a full year, to be able to be on his boat, Jeff Gross <laughs> down there a bunch as well. So the people that I was able to network with immediately in my poker career um, definitely gave me a jump start and a very lucky um, head start that I wouldn't have had if I didn't have that, uh, that thirst lounge opportunity. Yeah, I mean, talent is just like uh, moving to Hollywood to be an actor, right? I mean, talent will get you part of the way there, but you need a little bit of luck. You need to end up knowing the right people. Like, it all has to come together. And it's just like, that's one of the things I learned from Big Brother, where it was like, there's, to win that show, you need to be so lucky. Because things Mm. just need to go your way. You need certain competitions at certain times, people to make mistakes at a certain time. Like, all these things need to go right for you to win. And looking back, it's insane how it happens. It's it's almost it's almost like that um, in in a lot of in a lot of situations I found after where it's you kind of got to you kind of got to give yourself the best odds at having the best or largest mm-hmm. amount of success. Um, you can't control everything, but control the things that you can. And life's always going to have that aspect of luck or or your break. Um, so, th- so that's, that's kind of what the biggest takeaway from big brother that's carried over into whether it was poker, whether it was entrepreneurship, what, whatever I've attacked le- after big brother, that's kind of stuck with me about the kind of control what you can and let yeah. the luck do its thing after. <laughs> no, I think like, you know, luck is what happens when, um, opportunity meets preparation, right? If you don't, sure. if you don't prepare and give yourself the best chance to succeed when it does, luck ain't going to do it on its own either. With, without a doubt. I'm a big believer in that, that everyone says, you know what I mean? Like, think everyone, everything happens for a reason. Like, if it's yours, like, it'll come. It's like, no, it's like, you need to you need to work your ass off, and then you'll see if it's yours, it's meant to be. You can't just <laughs> sit on your couch or something and be like, yo, it's going to come to me today. It's like, no, you got to go out and get it, and then see if it comes to you. So. <laughs> nice. Uh, Joe, you had a question there, I think? Yeah, I, so um, I'm curious. So you're now the fourth poker pro who streams themselves um, you know, while playing poker as one of their main sources of living, who I understand has won one of these reality shows, <laughs> you know, um, and I'm surprised by that. I'm surprised that the, the move into the math game, even though I understand the psychological aspect. So look, you don't have to have a crystal ball, but what do you think it is about, um, you know, the experiences on pressure cooker reality shows where there's a competition to survive? that seems to translate into at least as sensibly winning poker. Well, I'll be honest with you. When I first got started, I didn't know how much math there was going to be. I thought I was just going <laughs> to, I thought I was going to have a good time and like make some money. That, that was, <laughs> but that was a uh, very quickly uh, changed. I do. Th- like you just said, I think it is the very, the high pressure uh, situation where we went through something and we all went very far on the show. So it was, it was, it was months of pure isolation. And in that game, it, it's the weirdest feeling because you are on 24 seven playing the game. You never, I was to the point where I was talking in my sleep about strategy in the game where my allies used to wake me up and be like, yo bro, stop. Like you're going to, you're going to blow our covers here. But I was just, it was so all consuming. And so there's so many situations that happen in the house that looking back, they were insanely stressful. They were they were moments where I wouldn't I wouldn't even think of being able to handle them in the outside world. Looking back, um, but I but those situations, especially for the game of poker, um, I think helped. I'm a very emotional guy, and I think I still show my emotions uh, on display when I do stream. Um, but I can't imagine how much those emotions would be heightened if I didn't uh, have the background of going through. Uh, situations and circumstances that I guess put off that uh, stress response uh, in the brain. Joe, do you have a follow up there? No, I, the, I, I have you seen your stream and um, please keep singing because everybody's. <laughs> <everybody's singing more. laughs> um, yes, yeah, so we got a couple of comments here in the YouTube chat. <clears throat> Excuse me. And uh, yeah, if anyone on the panel has any questions for John, you know, our listeners are so sick of hearing from me already. Please jump in. Nothing to make me happier. <laughs> I and enjoy your if, voice, Jim. I enjoy your oh, voice. Thanks, thanks, John. <laughs> John's just blowing smoke. See, again, you think you think I'm in charge because I've got the mic. That's not really how it works, but full points. Um, All right. That was so, kidding, Jim. What's up, everybody else? 
<laughs> uh, Evil Roy Slade, our man Dave Westerveld here in the YouTube chat says, uh, and I think he's got his tongue in his cheek a little bit here, but what percentage of the reason for moving to Toronto is because if Arlie can win so much, how hard can it be? Hundred percent. It was all. It was all of the decision. That's literally why I'm here. This guy. He, so he messaged me. He messaged me after the first week, and he's like, "Bro, he's like, I am murdering, like the Ontario scene here. Like it's so amazing. I'm running so well. You know, I'm playing so well. I feel so good." And it was like a two thousand score, and I was like, you know, uh, another two thousand score. And then he won five tournaments one day, and he won four tournaments the next. And I was like, "Gotta be luck." And then it just kept happening, and I was like, "All right, I'm moving here. Here at." Uh, <laughs> Yeah, I'm, I'm coming. I'm coming to test this Mr. Ontario title <laughs> here in Toronto. <laughs> nice. And are you based in Toronto now? Um, so I have been all over the place. Um, the past two years, I've been from Austin to Vegas to back home in Newfoundland, Vancouver for a little bit. I spent a little bit of time here in Toronto, um, and I'm kind of ready, I think, to settle down and have a bit of a home base. Um, mm. So I'm in Toronto now, apartment hunting currently. Mm. I'm here for a week, and then we're heading to Uruguay for ACRs, uh, enjoy poker, stop there. Um, so hopefully lock a place down here in Toronto and have the stream started up again uh, mid to late February. Nice. Nice, neighbor. Well, I'm about an hour east of you in uh, bucolic Coburg, Ontario, right on the so shore we of Lake are, Ontario. So we are going We are going to have to hit, hit a beer next time you're in Toronto. Sounds good, man. Sign Love me up. That it. sounds great. Um uh, another question. Uh, so we've got, oh, it's uh, one of our regular watchers, uh, Phil. He's tuning in right now on YouTube, up, even Phil? though he's also playing at the Venetian. It's his birthday this week, and he's down there for uh, a Las Vegas trip. He's going to make a million dollars and have a great time. Uh, so, Phil, I know you're listening. I just want to say happy birthday, buddy, and thanks for Happy birthday, Phil. I hope you win that some million. down there. Yeah, do it. All right, Chris, you had something? Oh, John, I just kind of want to go back to, um, you know, you talked about, you know, I didn't know this game had so much math in it and, you know, you, you want to keep it fun. And I think that that really resonates with our with our audience, right? Like they're, they're recreational players. They want to they want to show up and be competitive. So they want to study. They want to learn. They want to like, ha- you know, have a chance. But they also are doing it because it's not something they're doing for a living. It's it's something they want to keep fun. So I'm I'm kind of curious about your thoughts on managing or keeping that balance and what uh, what the poker world can do to keep the game from sort of having the life sucked out of it, basically. That's a, that's a great, great question. Um, yeah, that's a, that, that's a good question. I, I look at, for, for myself, I'm definitely, it's definitely something that I struggle with, the line between wanting to get better, wanting to be, uh, a top player, but also realizing that I want to entertain and enjoy the game. Um, since signing uh, with ACR, it has been a struggle because I, I'm definitely my own worst critic. I put so much pressure on myself and I always want to be there and perform for the people who supported me. Uh, and ACR has been behind me the whole time. So when I go through downswings, I'm making plays, you know, where I shouldn't be when I feel like maybe, you know, like I, I haven't won a tournament in, feels like a decade um that stuff that stuff starts to weigh on you a little bit when you think oh my god this is my job i'm supposed to be a pro here and i'm i'm not having the results that you know these other ebony's having i'm not having the results that arlie's having um so it's definitely a struggle but i also i i don't ever want to lose the fun um in playing so i always have to remind myself how lucky i am to be able to wake up um and play a game um, for a living right now, how long that lasts, who will know? Um, but right now, I'm loving it. Um, and and yeah, it's it's just a matter of I think gratitude is one of the biggest things I've been practicing the last little while, and that's helped me um, transition really from this is my job, I need to perform at this level to holy crap, this is so lucky, this is my job. Go have fun and enjoy this ride for as long as it's going to be there. Nice, uh, Joe, jump in. Yeah, so one of the things I found interesting about streaming um, as I watch it, uh, I could never do it because of the wall of people that are actually trying to get you to say something nice about them on the air the whole time. <laughs> How do you manage that, that flow of, of focus on me when you're trying to play poker and trying to entertain them at the same time? 
I, I definitely have I, a lot of my biggest scores. A lot of my biggest scores were off stream. Um, where when I was playing, it, it's definitely difficult. I find myself like I look back at streams where people have clipped plays I make. And I'm just like, how how did I ever make that play? It's <laughs> like I know the difference. I know 100 is not something I should be doing. But then I look back. I can look back. I'm like, oh, I was talking with i was talking with this person on chat and i just quick my time bank was down to eight seconds and i you know what i mean click fast so it's definitely uh it adds a whole nother element to trying to be profitable um in poker probably hence no i can't use that as an excuse just just my skill <laughs> one <now. laughs> uh, uh joe do you have anything else there no no that's great that's uh, that, all right that I'll answers see. it <laughs> Uh, so that's that actually a question that I wanted to ask you, John. So um, you say you're you're still ascending uh, in the in the stakes. Attempt, what what, what are the games? <laughs> what are the games that you typically play uh, these days online when you're when you're when you're streaming? Um, I made a commitment to myself. So when I first came into poker, um, I was very lucky. I had it was I had a backing deal. It was I was playing the two fifteens, the one oh nines. Very you know easily. Didn't really think twice about it. Um, and then realize that that's not that's not how it works. You don't you don't just hop into the the one oh nines and two fifteens and sustainably win at those stakes without putting in the hours uh, to be there. So this is a year where I, I'm kind of back to the drawing board. I decided that I'm going to mix in cash and MTTs this year. Yes, going, that's the key. Right, that's the key, yeah, isn't it? I got to. I got to. I'm really enjoying. I got some exciting partnerships coming up for cash as well. Uh, some exciting launches coming up uh, that a few guys have coming out. That's super exciting coming up. Um, but yeah, so I'm mixing between uh, MTTs and cash. Just well, uh, Nessie, now my my train of thought is gone. I forget what we were. Forget where we oh, were going. Oh, just sort of like what what stakes do you play? What kind of games oh, yeah, do you play? Playing, playing so between un, sub thirty three for the first half of this year, sub thirty three dollars was shot taking some one hundred nine teams. Obviously, played the Venom on ACR yep. every time it comes around, and then cash. We're going to go uh, fifty NL and under. So we're definitely going to go back to the drawing board. Make sure that we're beating stakes. That you know what I mean. Uh, uh, normal progression of a poker player would be beating to get to the stakes that I was playing initially. So um, it's a, it's an eye opening journey uh, <laughs> early thus far, <laughs> um, uh, but we're enjoying it. It's, de- it's definitely forcing us, forcing us into the lab to, uh, to work on our game. Yep. Okay. So I know Chris has a question from the YouTube chat, but I want to do a quick follow-up. So I'm always curious uh, in order to profit at poker, you need to be, you know, making different mistakes than the players you're playing against. You need to be capitalizing on their errors. You know, um, what are some of the errors that the player pools that you're playing in make that allow you to exploit them and profit from their mistakes? Uh, loose opening ranges. I think a, I think a lot of uh, players are opening far too wide and then putting them putting themselves in terrible situations mm-hmm. post flop. And a lot of these players who are opening so wide don't have the ability to play post-flop profitably against a lot of the population either. So I think that's one of the biggest things that I notice and the tendencies that I try to pick up on and exploit. Um, Outside of that, I think at the stakes I'm playing now, people play their cards fairly, fairly face up. Mm -hmm. Um, So one of the things I'm realizing is when they're, when they're betting the river, believe them. (laughs) <laughs> Rob. <laughs> Rob gets a thumb up for that one. That's his line, man, for sure. Yeah, <laughs> I love it. Um, uh, so yeah, so that, that's one of that's those are two the biggest things I'm noticing thus far. Yep, it's it's amazing how often we hear that. You know, if, if you're if you're not a regular listener and you're you're you know getting your feet wet in poker, or maybe you're an uh, you know a thoughtful recreational player, but you're just not that experienced. Can't emphasize enough. Tighten up those preflop ranges. I know you didn't come all the way up here to fold, but um, yeah. those bad hands they, they, they gotta have go it. somewhere. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that's right. All right, Chris. Uh, well, actually, we've got a couple of questions uh, from the YouTube chat, but this one uh, got uh, a, an upvote even. So, like this. Uh, so, Eric's asking, uh, "What are some good references or resources to learn how to Twitch?" I can't get quite past the template. Um, and then um, Dana chimes in, you know, same, I'm going to try to start a forum discussion on that tomorrow. So well, it sounds like some people in our audience, maybe people you're running across, you know, there are players out there that 
that are just kind of wanting to dabble in streaming, what what are some of your advice for them? My first advice would be that it definitely takes a little bit to get it set up um, and streaming and streaming is hard. Um, so be, be prepared, be prepared for that. Um, but the thing I love about streaming is anyone can do it. And there's so many audiences out there that you can find your people. You know what I mean? There's going to be people who are going to enjoy to watch. There's going to be people who are going to be there riding with you, no matter what. Um, so in regards to getting started, I think reaching out to maybe some people who are already in the Twitch game, um, who, you know, maybe you've been in their chat for the last year, you've been active, whatever, mess them say, hey, I'm interested in getting started um, streaming. What can I do? What do I need? Um, I'm having this problem, et cetera. And I think a lot of the streamers realize um, the time and effort they put into starting their streams and maybe they didn't have the resources available to them to answer these questions. So a lot of them are very receptive to these questions. And uh, I think majority will be willing to lend a hand um, if asked. If anyone has yeah. any questions, either like I, I'm probably not the best one to ask, but I will try my absolute best. <laughs> uh, and Eric and, and Dana, just uh, for reference, um, maybe you don't even know this, but Rec Poker has a, a group out there um, that has some references around streaming. Um, there's a skin you can even get through us, so check that Let's all that go. stuff out is on the That's website. So cool. So. Um, but then I wanted to follow up. Uh, Dave also followed up. I mean, we were talking about this before we went on the air, but um, he's, he just says, remind him to plug the Triton thing. So, John, <laughs> let's plug the Triton thing. What's the Triton thing? <laughs> Love, yeah. Love it. So, uh, as you guys know, last last Triton, uh, Ebony Kenny went over there, um, had an unbelievable showing for ACR, um, was, was just one of the wildest things I've ever watched, and it must have been the craziest experience for her. Um, so Phil Nagy told us from the CEO of ACR, he told us two and a half weeks ago that he was going to run a contest to give two team pros a hundred thousand dollar free roll over at the Triton series in Vietnam in March. Um, I'm realizing with a lot of these guys who are very successful, like Bill, Phil, well, the names are all the same. No, just kidding. But, but, <laughs> <laughs> uh, with like the, these guys, when they have an idea, they attack it. When as soon as it comes, it's out, and it's like we'll figure out the logistics ever. Like we're just gonna we'll we'll figure it out later. We're just gonna run with it. Um, so he decided that he's gonna do a hundred k free roll on the two of his team pros over the Triton series. Um, and we're going. He's going to judge it on three different components. The first component is going to be social media buzz over the next month. So, if anyone's out there not following John underscore party J O N underscore party, um, please go interact with my pin tweet. Um, it would mean the world to me because you know what? I think it'd be super fun watching my dumbass over there playing the high rollers <laughs> against like the best in the world. That would be that would be fun content. I feel. Um, so it's 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 going to be community buzz on social media. Then there's going to be a heads up uh, bracket uh, where the team pros will play down to a winner. And then there's 150 low stake tournaments going on over the next four weeks that we will play, and we get certain points for winning, certain points for final tabling, certain points for in the money. And then at the end of the next four weeks, he's going to tally up points, uh, get some social media stats and whatnot, and going to send two people over to Vietnam to play some high rollers. So anyone out go. there, please, if please <laughs> go to my Twitter, say mean things. I don't care what you say. Anything, <laughs> if you, if you say, if you think my face is stupid, go to my Twitter and tell me, <laughs> um, but, but no, I appreciate any, any, anyone who is out there will interact with any of the tweets to give me a little bit of a, little bit of a boost or a couple extra likes i, I would greatly appreciate it yeah i can on it man and we'll make sure we put the uh link to that uh twitter handle in the show notes you. too here um it's, it's just a crazy it's just a crazy thing to like imagine hearing like i was just like he's like yeah we're just gonna give you some might hey well there's 18 pros or 19 pros or one in a two and eight or nine chance of going over yeah. to the triton series and that is just crazy but to, yeah. to even think about but it's just ACR again, and Phil. He grants so many opportunities like this, where where it's he he cares so much for the people who are working for him. Um, that yeah, it's def it's definitely these things. Phil does these things, and I, I definitely greatly appreciate it. 
<laughs> well, and your offer to share ten percent of your winnings with me personally is just so generous. Hey, listen, and, listen. Think, you know, we're gonna we're gonna do what we can to make sure you get is there. This, is yeah. this verbally? Is this binding? Is this? Where... <laughs> so I don't, uh, I don't that... like your voice that much, Jim. <laughs> <laughs> so that that Twitter handle again, folks, is at j o n underscore party. Um, and if people want to join the, I guess I should. Yeah, p e a r d y. Good point. And if people want to join the party, uh, what other places can they find you? What's your Twitch handle, and uh, what, how do you like people to reach out to you? What's your favorite? Platform? Um, you can find me. You can find me on Twitch at johnparty.tv, J-O-N-P-A-R-D-Y dot uh, TV. Uh, Instagram and Twitter are both the same at J-O-N underscore party. Um, and besides that, we are we're heading down again for season three of the Punters Pad with ACR in Las Vegas. So, so be fun. sure yeah. be sure to check out the uh, ACR channel for that coming up in the next, uh, I guess, few months now. Um, but outside of that, yeah, you'll just see me floating around at your local casinos. Having a time, beer in hand, smiling my nice. face. <laughs> well, I, I'm going to tie you down. We're going to get a beer somewhere on the east side I of Toronto wait. in the next little while. I can't wait, Jim. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, folks, if you want to start typing the words food bank into the chat in YouTube, we'll do our uh, food bank support raffle uh, shortly and someone can win a prize. Uh, but in the meantime, I just want to say uh, thanks to Jonathan Party. Jonathan Party. Well, it's like hey, so formal now. You know, Jonathan W. Hey, hey. Sir Jonathan w. Sir, Sir Jonathan, <laughs> thank you so much for coming back on the show. Um, and we'll just uh, look forward to hooking up again sometime in the near future, man. And have, and good luck in Vietnam, because I know you're going. You're going to have a blast. My man. I appreciate you guys. Thank you so much for having me. I uh, love what you guys are doing. Keep it up. And good luck to everyone in the home games. Fun character. We knew we were going to have a good time. Um, those, those, those fellows from Newfoundland, you know, they know how to laugh and smile and get along. There's no doubt about it. I spent several years on the East coast of Canada and uh, some of my favorite people are from the rock. Uh, so it was great to finally get John on the show. Only took 450 episodes or something like that, but uh, there you have it. Um, so we're seeing a few people entering uh, the words food bank into the uh, uh, YouTube chat here. In the meantime, uh, John Somsky, why don't you take us through some recent home game results, and then we'll see who our winner is going to be this week. All right. Well, we'll start off with January 16th. M. Babker, Michael Babker, got his second nightly victory yeah. for the year. Babker's on a roll. And, and you know, I got to say, this is your first official interruption, John. Um Mark, so I know people know uh, Mark Pershine. He got some really exciting opportunities. So he had to move on from being our technical director here with Website Amp. Um, and Michael Babker has been so selflessly and generously jumping into the fore. Uh, he's been helping me with so much of the technical stuff that we do around here. Uh, Michael, if you're listening, I just want to say I'm so appreciative of your help. Uh, we really rely on the help of our of our members around here in so many different ways, whether it's Roger Schutte, uh working on the podcast stuff, uh, whether it's Renz putting a lot of our post-production stuff together. Um, you know, Andrew, who's, who's a Wrecking Crew member, but he does a lot of work behind the scenes with the uh, uh, Learning with Partners program. Um, and Michael, I'm just so grateful. Uh, thank you so much. We we need all the help we can get. You're a big part of what we're doing here. So thank you. And congratulations. Nice to see the run good is working out. All right. Then on January 17th, we have PCS 2005. Oh. Jack LaRue got He's his in the first chat tonight there you go, Jack. There you go. Nicely done. Fancy Nancy, 1130. Nancy Pestel got her first nightly victory for the year. Sweet. String Bend got his or her first oh. nightly victory for the year. I know who that is, but I won't dox them. Congratulations, yeah. T. <laughs> um, <laughs> B Chip, Charles Allen. Charles! Nightly victory for the year. And Keto Man 335, ah. also got his first nightly victory for the year. Oh, yeah. Then, I think uh, we saw on Twitter that um, Dana and uh, Kian got heads up and had a pretty epic heads up battle. So you're not going to slip one by Kian Tavakoli very easily. I'll say that. He's been around here a long time. He knows those ways, ins and outs of the rec poker home games. No doubt about it. Congrats. Then we have Don't Chase 666 Joseph mm. Armstrong won the mixed practice event. Max Chaos, Greg Clem, got his first international ah. victory for the year. And B-Chip Charles Allen got his first international victory for Ooh. the year. So that's two wins in one week. That's on a heater. 
And then we have Libro Cubicle Art. Scott won the LPP event, so he can contact Jim at Rec.Poker for his at Learn Pro Poker. Fantastic. This player was um, at my table the last time I was playing. I think it was Saturday morning or maybe it was Tuesday night. And I think it's uh, one of our new premium members, but I won't dox them with their last name just in case. I think it's Scott P., but we'll just see. Anyway, congratulations on your win. Yeah, send me that email, jim at rec.poker. You're going to love some of the amazing stuff that we have going on behind the scenes. Um, part of it is you've won a free month at Learn Pro Poker. And uh, they're a fantastic training site. They've been a friend of the show for a long time. You'll love everything that Ryan LaPlante has going on over here. Um, one quick fun little note, because I know I don't... I, no, never mind. Fun little note. I see Mary McCune is in the uh, chat here. This is so cool. So I've got my pinned tweet is about people suggesting other people that are fun to play poker with that make the game of poker more fun. Um, about two years ago, when I sent that out the first time, uh, Denise Allen, who is a Rec Poker Premium member and a super fun character, uh, she responded and she said one of the people that she mentioned was Mary McCune. And I sort of didn't, you know, I didn't know their Twitter handle. They weren't a Rec Poker member or anything like that. But I was just like, the name stuck in my mind. And uh, recently, Mary, completely independently of that, became a Rec Poker member. And I've met her now a couple times. We, we've spoken several times since then. I've seen her in the uh, uh, book studies. She's a big fan of the book studies with Rob and some other uh, groups like that. And she is super fun. So I wanted to say thanks to Denise Allen for pulling that name out of the hat. And thanks to Mary McCune for uh, uh, finding Rec Poker and for shining your light around here. Thanks for your support and thanks for being a great, uh, fun member here. We need more fun people like this. That's what makes Rec Poker great. So my hat's off to you. Um, All right. Uh, Should we do the upcoming events of Running Aces or should we put these people out of their misery and find out who's going to win a prize tonight? Chris, you're the official dice wrangler. Are we... we uh i'll give them let's do the let's okay you're you've got one last chance i know there's other people in the chat you can write in food bank uh if you want to enter while jim does his uh talk okay. about running aces and then we will roll the dice sounds good and just a reminder so if uh if you're not a premium member at rec poker you can you're going to win a free month at rec poker or um a seat in our deep dive seminar, we've got a deep dive seminar that Chris runs every month. Uh, often we take a hand from that and get some analysis from Dario Kearney. Um, you, we then do a deep dive video based on that playing session. And then we do a Q&A at the end of the month going over that material. So if you are interested in playing with some premium members in a simulated tournament environment, and then getting some personalized feedback on your play from Chris Jones and Dara Kearney. This might be a good prize for you. We do it every month. Seats are limited. Um, but I'd love to see some, uh, to give some new people an opportunity to come in and try this out and to learn a lot about the poker game. If you're already a Rec Poker Premium member, uh, then you can win $15 off a uh, coaching credit uh, for anything that we do here. And we're also going to be putting some other prizes together access to other training sites. Some of our learning partners have been very generous with uh, their free months and stuff like that. So uh, I we'll, we'll see who wins. I see, Chris, that you did get one straggler in there. Yeah. He well, had other things a, on his mind. So he needed, gonna... he needed, he needs special, you know, reminders and all the <laughs> he things. Needs his remi- he needs a personalized, yeah, yeah that's yeah. right. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Jay, Jay Fleming, I see you saying hi, team, but hi, team is not going to get you into the food bank drive. Um, so I don't know. What, I don't know. Like clock is ticking here. What, yeah, what else? Oh yeah. Okay. Running aces. You got it. You got so, it. There we go. There we go. Okay. Now we got Jay Fleming in too. <laughs> Jay Fleming's back. He's in the game. So I'll just say quickly. So we talked about Running Aces Hotel Race Jack and Casino. They've been our sponsor since day one, and uh, they're in the great state of Minnesota. Um, a lot of our original listeners and our, our first round of premium members were from there. I've been there. I love it there. John Barrows is a fantastic tournament director who runs a lot of the stuff there. Um, they've got a series of events coming up over uh, February and March and April. And uh, the one that's coming up immediately, actually, by the time you listen to this, you might be able to get to the Hockey Day free roll on January 28th. That's just five days away. It's this weekend. It's going to be a lot of fun. Um, it's a free roll. You can show up uh, with nothing and maybe win a piece of the $5,000 prize pool. There's another one of those on March 18th, the post-patty free roll. 
And we've actually even made a forums edition uh, podcast episode going over some strategies that you might employ in this kind of circumstance. That's going to come out in February. So it'll be in time for people to apply it for that post patty free roll. Um, on February 2nd through 5th, there's the For the Love of Money uh, tournament. That's a, five, a $500 buy-in. There's qualifiers starting as early as Monday, January 30th. And there'll be three flights starting on February 2nd, leading up to day two on February 5th. And then uh, the last thing I'll mention, March 1st through 5th is the Pot of Gold. That's a $360 entry. Um, it's also a multiple day event. There'll be flights uh, starting on the 1st and uh, the day two will be on March 5th. And those are going to be a lot of fun. I know they take uh, the game, the fun uh, aspect very seriously. They're running, uh, running aces. There's a great group of players there. Um, I've been there. It's it's a really fun camaraderie. Uh, a lot of uh, if, if you enjoy the show, a lot of the Wrecking Crew members uh, are going to be in attendance for some of these. So it's, it's a great time to get together and have some fun and tell them that that you're a Wreck Poker fan. Nothing would make me happier than for our friends at Running Aces to know that uh, we're helping that bang the drum for them and get some new people to come and try out some of these fantastic tournament series. Okay. Oh, we got some nice comments from Eric Anderson saying he can vouch for the coaching. Um, Eric Anderson won a couple uh, coaching discounts over the last few months, and he has applied them. Uh, he's gotten some coaching from Wrecking Crew members, and uh, he says he just has to see, he just has to remember to implement it. <laughs> right, well, that's on you. Who's that? <laughs> All right, Chris. Um, All right, I, before we do this, I need a ruling. Yeah. So, for, so we don't have any con any kind of fill related controversies down there. Don't want any bamboo. Uh, yeah. Rob jumped in very very early in the show and said food bank and then repeated himself down here which what is the order in which we are running with these i mean the 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 fun part of me wants to say give them first just because anyone who's like that plugged in at the beginning of the right. episode first. deserves first. to be first. first okay i think let's give him we first. also know that i i mean he, he might be punishing himself because we also know that i don't roll one so no I'm you're you're now going to get phone calls like the night before saying food bank and on your voice. <laughs> yeah, that's I don't right. know if I do that. <laughs> I'm going to wake up and go check my mailbox. It's going to be like cut out letters from the newspapers and food bank. Food bank. <laughs> All right. So I've got I've got Rob, Jim, Eric, Jack, Mary, uh, Phil, Jay Fleming, and the RRCCCCC. Oh, good. The RRCCC is back. Yeah. Hey, uh, I did send that email back to you. So if you didn't get it, it might be a spam issue on your email. So get back to me and let me know. So that's eight, right? All right. So if I roll a nine or a zero, we're re-rolling. Otherwise, we go for it. Okay, here we go. Okay, let's do it. It's a zero. See now you're you're rolling a re-roll a lot. I, I do kind of that is sort of the well, it's I like to add to the drama. <laughs> It's a zero again. Okay. Uh oh. Send you a proper set of D and D. Oh my god, it's a nine. All right, come on. The fix is in. It's a one. It's a one. Rob Ansom, it's a one. It worked. It worked, Rob. It worked. Oh man, that is fantastic. Yeah, bad news for Phil. He's even wearing his rec poker sweatshirt right now, and it didn't get him. The extra roll. But yeah, thank you, Phil. Thanks for repping us down in Las Vegas at the Venetian. I know you're having a great time down there. So I really do appreciate that. Um, congratulations, Rob. Well, you know the drill, my man. Um, you're already a premium rec poker member. Uh, so send me that email, jim at rec.poker. And let's either get you uh, $15 off a of coaching credit, or um, maybe we can find some other prizes with some of our other learning partners that, that'll interest you. But uh, don't be a stranger. Congratulations. And uh, it's great to have your support. Thank you for all you do to keep Rec Poker as great as it is. Um, well, so, Chris, I am going to have to get you a proper set of dice because <laughs> anyone knows you should have a four cider, six cider, eight cider, <laughs> 10 cider, 12 cider, and a when 20 I got, cider. When I got recruited to do this, I was like, I only have two dice. I've got a 10 cider and a six cider. Like, It'll be fine. It'll be fine. So, Did you get out of your parents' basement when you were a teenager <laughs> or something? <laughs> I didn't. So. Yeah, that's right. That's why that's why John and Joe and I have all these different uh, different dice of odds, shapes, and sizes and denominations. Can we get branded dice? I think maybe we need like some oh, rec poker branded dice. Damn, Chris, 
I love that idea. Okay, I'm writing that down. Write that <laughs> down. Branded dice. Okay, nothing like good audio content of Jim writing things down on the side right, as right. we go. Indeed. Um, okay, well, this has been a super fun show. We're going to have to wrap it up because we've got the uh, seminar tonight. Uh, we're going to be having a conversation about uh, uh, continuing the conversation about sizing, not only on the flop, but on future streets and facing different kinds of scenarios. So I'm really looking forward to that. Um, does anyone have anything they want to add? Is there anything exciting coming up? Uh, I know we're we're having a great time in the book study. Uh, Joe and I are talking about setting up uh, a monthly uh, well, let's te- let's we won't even tease that for right now. We'll talk about that when we have a little more of it put together. But that's going to be really exciting. Um, we've got some new welcome to poker stuff coming. Yeah, Chris. Yeah, I do want to. I do want to just mention that uh, for those of you, especially in the live audience, um, keep your ears peeled because we will be at some point doing uh, a little bit of a, a kind of a special announcement show with uh, Kevin Mathers and. Oh yeah. Uh, um, coming up about the the world series of poker schedule we'll be doing a live yeah conversation with him we don't know the exact timing yet um but it will be soon yep and this is just a, a good uh time to say if you're enjoying this please do subscribe subscribe to the show if you're listening if you're watching on youtube uh subscribe uh to the youtube channel because then you'll get a notification when we go live we're gonna have a couple opportunities in the next little while uh, and chris we're not going to talk too specifically about it but um, we've got a we've got a, a special episode coming up with Kevin Mathers very soon to talk about the new uh, schedule for this year's WSOP. We've got a couple other tantalizing guests and uh, uh, awards, some prizes, some stuff we're going to be giving out over the next little while. That's only going to be happening here on YouTube for the people that are uh, paying attention and live in the chat at the time. So um, do also, it, I mean, it helps us out a lot if you like and subscribe. I can't believe I'm saying that, but it really does. Thank you so much for your support. Um, yeah. All right. Well, I guess that's it. I, I really want to thank uh, John Party. That was super fun. Let's send this guy to Vietnam, huh? Head on over to at John underscore party and show that Twitter account some love. Um, I really want to thank what a great crew in the um, uh, in the YouTube chat today. Uh, Martha, Phil, Eric, Rob, uh, Jim, Dave, Dana, Mary, uh, Eric, uh, the real Jim. Uh, <laughs> I already say Jack. Uh, let me see. Jay Fleming. We're going to find out that first name, Jay, one of these days. The RRRCCC. Um, of course, I got to thank uh, Joe Coolis, Rob Washam, Chris Jones, and John Somsky, the Wrecking Crew members. We couldn't do it without you. Um, but at the ultimate uh, end of the day, it's the podcast listeners that we get out of bed for in the morning. So thank you all for all your support, and we'll see you again next week. And we are.